I, I'm starting to get a little worried. I, I'm be honest. I'm starting to get a little scared. I'm looking at this 2024 class of Georgia Southern and Coach Clay Helton is doing a, a phenomenal job. And I wonder if this could be sustainable. I'm wondering what can be done <laughs> to make this better. I mean, what, get four and five star recruits, obviously, but what we got right now is absolutely amazing. This is this is downright scary what Coach Clay Elson is doing. We just uh had another player for the, the 2024 class commit. And we're going to talk about that new commit. Also, we're going to talk about the rest of the class because it's absolutely phenomenal already. We haven't even started the 2023 season. And look where we are. We're going to talk about it. And I'm going to give my thoughts and opinions. Uh, welcome to 613 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am Via Volo. We talk about George Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And uh, this is uh, today. We're going to talk more George Southern. And I'm I'm kind of at a loss right now because the type of talent we're bringing in and what what are we doing with this entire program is actually great. And it all starts with the coaching and the, and the staff and what they do to bring the type of players that they want in here. And uh, what they're doing is really, really good. Philip Gladney is the new is recruit that is uh, committed to Georgia Southern. And uh, I'm really interested about this kid along with the other guys that we got for 2024. It's going to be really great. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts. Uh, also, I am on uh, VF Baller on Twitter. So you can catch me over there. I talk about things that don't really make it to the show. I also talk about things on my other YouTube channel. And uh, also the website is firstandframerates.com, firstandframerates.com. Go over there and check out the website and uh, you can uh, actually uh, support the show as well. Just, let's, let's just get into this. Philip Gladney, who is Philip Gladney? Out of Kennesaw, Georgia, not too far from where I am, North Cobb High School. Um, That is very close to where I am. And once again, this is the third player that I probably want to go and be seeing on Fridays when the football season starts. I mean, this is literally like not too far from where I am. So between him and you got Keon Davis, uh, yeah, Keon Davis is another one. And we got Carlos Carmelo Mays. That's the third guy. Um, I'm I'm gonna go see these guys when it go when when they play in 2023 and at their respective high schools. I, I I don't see why not. This is gonna be a phenomenal um journey for me. And uh, these three guys that are so close to where I am, I can really report on these guys. But Philip Gladney out of Kennesaw North Cobb High School had a really good recruit, um, really good offers from other schools. Um, this is like really phenomenal back in, uh, what is this May? I want to say this May, he had a top five and yeah. And back in May, he had a top five, his top five that he was quoted by BYU. Um, I think this is a BYU, uh, reporter said BYU was one of his top schools. The other schools were Vanderbilt, Eastern Michigan, UNC, Charlotte, and UConn. I think that's what, yeah, that's five. So how in the world did he end up at Georgia Southern? What is Coach Clay Helton doing to get these kids to stay in state? And this is what I'm talking about. All this talent that is in state that we always watch go away to other schools. I mean, even the Georgia Bulldogs had this problem for a while. I think in in some degree they still do, where they had a lot of guys that were homegrown, literally in the Atlanta area, 
you know, 45 minutes an hour away from Athens and they end up going somewhere else. I think Georgia kind of locked that down a little bit, but Georgia Southern's doing a very good job. Kennesaw State is starting to be, uh, is going to be a team that's in the power, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, group of five school. They're going to be coming into the FBS. And we managed to get this kid away from Kennesaw State, and he's going to be playing at Georgia Southern. Now, why I say could this be sustainable? Because this is 2024's class. Will these kids change their mind by the time it's time for them to, you know, finish high school and go on? I don't know. But whatever Coach Clay Helton is doing to get these guys to commit is absolutely phenomenal. I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what he's selling. But whatever he is, what he's selling, I could probably buy it and, 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 and love it and enjoy it. Because this is this is downright, you know, madness. You know, we all thought that Coach Clay Elton was going to come in and he was going to do some things, get some top players to come in and play in, in a high level in the Sun Belt. But for him not even to do that, not only just do that, but to get guys to play or commit a year in advance. You got to understand, 2023 hasn't even started. You know, the football season hasn't even started. But Coach Clay Elton has went across the state of Georgia and in some cases across the, the, the Southeast looking for players that's going to be like, look, this is what we got going on here. We want you to be a part of it. And this is, you know, we, we really want you to be here. So you're talking about now the recent commit, Philip Gladney, six foot 170 out of North Cobb, which is like, like I said, it's literally up the road for me. I'm, I'm going to go see this kid play. I want to, I want to see with my own two eyes, what Georgia Southern sees, what coach Clay Elton sees in this kid on the field. I, I cannot wait. Then, C.J. Allen from Jacksonville, Tyler Budge from Weddington, um, Matthews, North Carolina, I, Mikhail Isaac from Warner Robins, which is not that far either, Latori Williams from Central, Phoenix City, Alabama, which uh, that's not that far from me either, Jordan Anderson from Jacksonville as well, Carlos May, Carmelo Mays from Macon, I already talked about him, Eli Anders from Huff High School, which he has like all of his, uh, a handful of his teammates already on the team waiting for him to come and play. And you got Keon Davis from Kanye's Georgia, which is another kid I want to go see play. So you got all this talent. You got a total of nine commits already for 2024. That is great. That is, I mean, that's excellent. I mean, we're going to get probably as much as what, 22, 23. You got to understand we're almost halfway there and the football season hasn't started for 2023. Now, does this make me nervous? This makes me very nervous. It makes me very nervous because I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Georgia Southern as far as do the kids change their mind? What are they going to do? What's going to happen with that? I just don't know. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it's so many options out there. I mean, the Sun Belt is starting to be one of these prominent uh, 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 conferences in all of uh, college football. And, and I heard there's going to be some like really big changes within the next uh, two or three years. So to get these kids here might be a good thing because with all the shifting and moving of the power five, some of these kids may not even have a, a home. But then again, it could be the flip side of that where all these kids may want to go to the bigger conferences. And we see a lot of that with a lot of uh, graduate students, like you've seen you know, Tyler Bride and Derek Canteen. You've seen all those guys decide to go to a power five school to increase their chances to get looked at by NFL prospects. And I, I totally get it. Georgia Southern, we do have a lot of scouts that come down here, but there's nowhere near to get the eyes on as the Power Five schools. I mean, you still had like the Kendall Vildors, you still had the, you know, um, 
John, the Raymond Johnsons, the Tyler Basses of the world do make the NFL. But when you're going to a bigger school, you're going to get more eyes on you. And I, I totally get it. But at the same time, Coach Clay Hilton is trying to make it to a, a place where, hey, I got connections. And, and a lot of people don't know, like, uh, they don't really know, don't want to talk about it, but Coach Clay Hilton do have some connections within the world of college football where he can get certain eyes to look at certain players. And certain players will be enticed by that, and they want to come here and look like, look, you're going to be on the field. You don't have to wait. You know, if you 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 put the put in the work, you're going to see the field. You know, just ask OJ Arnold. You know what I'm saying? You know, ask Marcus Sanders. You know, look at um uh Ashton Whitner. You know, you're going to see the field if you put in the work. So, the the higher level of talent that we bring in, the type of players that we got now, um, 2023 is already looking absolutely amazing. You know, I talked about 2023 earlier this season, earlier this off season. And now you're looking at 2024 already where, my God, we already got nine hard commits and we're getting some players. And I'm talking about like, look, 6'4", 230, 6'185", 6'3", 195, you know, 6'4", 205, 6'3", 205. I mean, these are guys that are, you know, skilled positions. You know, you're talking about the linebackers, whatever the case may be, tight ends, cornerbacks. This cornerback, Philip Gladney, 6'170". You know, we, we're getting some players with some size. I mean, Georgia Southern is known to get smaller, faster, athletic kids that actually was able to, you know, play disciplined football. Now you're just getting bona fide athletes. I mean, you're getting bona fide studs that, that play great at their positions. So now we're going to start looking at, you know, we, we thought we saw something really nice with the first year with what we had, and that was great. You got to understand. All of those guys outside of maybe Duran Burgess, Marcus Sanders, uh, I, I think that's pretty much it. Those were legit wide receivers. Everybody else was like athletes. Caleb Hood, you know, Amari Jones, you know, I mean, uh, Jeremy Singleton was a receiver, you know, but you mostly everybody else was like athletes. Now we're starting to get like real wide receivers that have been playing the position probably from since they were like in the seventh, eighth grade, probably before that you're starting to get cornerbacks that was actually playing the cornerback position since they was a freshman in high school. You know, Najee Thompson did a little bit of everything. He, he, he was phenomenal at it, but you're starting to get bona fide people that are on that, that level that play that position. Like you're basically getting a bunch of Kendall Vildors and McQuavian Brentsons here that are actually going to play the position, and that's all they're going to do. So when you constantly get those guys who play the position, and you don't have to worry about moving people around so much because you're you're bringing in so much talent that that specializes in the position that they're scouting for, you're going to start seeing results. I think we started seeing it last season when we did see like the offensive line, like when you start seeing some, you know, when you start seeing some guys like uh, Mark Stampley that were able to embrace the cornerback position. He had some of his bumps and bruises, don't get me wrong. End of the season, dude started to look like a, 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 a CB1. I mean, dude started to look like a, a, a true bona fide cornerback that, that could play the position. You know, you start seeing guys like O.J. Arnold that is a true running back that could do a little bit of everything. From day one, I mean, dude was doing everything. And he got better as the season got along. So you, you, you're starting to see where... Coach Clay Hilton's fingerprints is starting to show where he wants to get players that are excelled at the position, good at the position, watching what they can do, what 
they can do in high school, build them up to get into the college rankings and be phenomenal players from there going forward. It's a beautiful thing to see. I mean, 2024 is starting to look like a really good uh, year, and I don't even want to go that far yet because we haven't played a down in 2023. I mean, I, look, I can't wait. I'm going to look, Mr. Gladney, I'm definitely going to be at your I'm going to be at your games. I'm going to be wearing Georgia Southern attire. I'm going to be rooting for you, North Cobb, the Carmelo Maze. I'm going down to Macon. I'm going to be rooting for you, you know, definitely at Southwest, Salem uh, High School, Keon Davis and Conyers. I'm going to be there as well. Just pick a Friday. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to just go there. You're going to see me. I'm going to be the one with the Georgia Southern attire because you guys are already committed. And I'm going to do my part to try to keep you guys around because I don't want you guys to go anywhere. I want you guys to see the power of Paulson and understand the the legacy and the tradition of the school and be a part of something really special because I think there's something special really going on here. If you like this commentary, the like, but oh, sorry before I say that. And there's nothing against anybody else. It's just y- your distance is just too far. But trust me, I don't mind trying to make that trip to Warner Robins or Phoenix City or, you know, I, I don't mind it. It's just, I, I just can't go everywhere. I'm just, a, I'm a one-man show here, but trust me, you guys that are all of them, all the recruits that are coming in 2023, 2024, even the ones from last year, you got my support. I'm coming to support regardless. So nothing to take away from anybody else, but the other guys that are close by, definitely going to see you guys. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think, man. How did Coach Clay Helton start to build this recruiting class so fast? How did he was able to get Philip Gladney, pull him from the the rankings of a BYU, Vanderbilt, Eastern Michigan, Charlotte, North Carolina, UConn, and keep him in-house. But one thing I'm trying to figure out is why in the world that nobody else, why did nobody else didn't offer him in the state of Georgia? I don't I don't get it. Did I mean did I, I'm gonna look up before I were on the fly right now? I don't think that another school really No, that was from what I see, there's no other school in Georgia. It, See, this is what I'm talking about. Georgia be overlooking their kids, man. Wild. Just wild. I don't know. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts. Check your Stitcher link if you're watching, listening to this on Stitcher because I think they're moving over to Pandora. Uh, I can be found on uh, Twitter at VFBaller. Also, the website is firstandframerates.com, firstandframerates.com. All right, y'all. I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you guys if you made it this far. I really appreciate it. I'll see you guys. I may see you guys tomorrow. I may see you guys tomorrow on his 4th of July. I'm not really sure, um, but I'll let you guys know. Um, it may not be a show. may not. I may put something together, but it may not be a show. All right, y'all. Let me get out of here. Y'all take it easy, and uh, y'all be blessed. Peace.